0: Welcome to the Cash Calf Podcast, where we talk about everything business, including the mentality and practicality of the side hustle. Here are your hosts, Tyler Martin and Matt Bitter.
1: Didn't we? Ross. Oh yeah, you we showed me. It. So what There's is he Ross? So people can hear. Ross.
0: Ross Da Boss.
1: Ross De Boss.
0: And uh anyway like he's just he's funny he's you can tell he's hardcore right-wing conservative like stuff you know which is great i kind of i don't say i'm hardcore right-wing but i'm definitely conservative but he has some funny stuff on there
1: yeah i definitely enjoy the idea of being free from oppression yeah it's not crazy what yeah. a crazy right-wing thing to think. Yeah. it's. Are we up? Are we We're, rolling? Oh, yeah.
0: That's great. No, I've thought a lot about that, and not necessarily in the Elon Musk sense, but just I've been thinking the last week about freedom and like just the stuff that I'm doing with work and business and pursuing stuff and thinking back about a lot of say the the jobs that i've been involved in or maybe businesses or whatever yeah you lose a lot of freedom oh yeah like freedom of expression people expect you to act a certain way or you can't say this you can't say that
1: sorry about all this i'm trying to get it really comfortable i was like today's gonna be the most comfortable show i'm ever gonna do with matt and i'm making it loud (laughs) So That's awesome. I'm uh, I'm scooting my chair up. I just I watched these need, Joe Rogan. We need we ones. need to go grab a recliner for you. Yeah. That'd watch, be great. Watch these Joe Rogan ones, like, you know, Mike Tyson, and he's in there and he's just like, hey you know, the microphone kind of just moves with my face. <laughs> and so these are these are smaller and they were well, cheaper.
0: Well, they're so, extremely comfortable because they're all higher in the kite when they're doing those things. That's so, true. Yeah.
1: Watching Joe in that, in that one, it was just funny because he gets excited. But And what I love about their podcast and, and any podcast, Lex Friedman, whoever it is, when they start to get passionate about a subject. But in this subject, it was like, so there were some uh, some giants. Giants? What? Giants? Yeah, Joe. Joe, there were giants. Holy freak. Giants. I'm learning so much in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the entire podcast. But they, they hooked me. They hooked me for the whole thing.
0: Well, and then when he'd go off on... And this is any guest. They go off on something that's like way out there, or whatever. And Joe's just like, "Wow, <laughs> like, yeah. you know? oh, it's good stuff." Wow. <laughs>
1: and like Joe's high because he's not telling him no. Yeah. He's <laughs> baffled.
0: Yeah, it's like he doesn't even know what to comment on because it's so out there, or whatever. But
1: what are the drug laws like in Texas?
0: I've wondered that because. <clears throat> I've heard him say, oh, well, pot's not legal there, so I can't do it or whatever. But I thought it was illegal in Texas, but maybe not. I yeah. don't know. I have I no idea. I
1: would imagine with him there, there will be a lot of changes.
0: Yeah. It's interesting to see the the change Yeah, in everything. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are really... I know for me, over the past three, four, five years, especially the last couple through COVID, like take everything out, everything that I thought I knew in the past, take it all out, Yeah. look at it again, question it, you know, like all of this stuff. Um, like, like even with medical stuff is, or, is...
1: Or especially with medical stuff. Yeah, or
0: any of it. Um, I was listening to, it might have been Spotify, and there was a, there was a, a, a Vax commercial, you know, like saying that you should get, get uh vaccinated or whatever and the commercial was brought to you by pfizer yeah. surprise surprise and it's like you know yeah now that it's out there i think a lot of people see that and recognize it before whereas before it just we didn't even realize it like yeah. oh wow but it's interesting to think about all of that all of the things that we thought as a society have been flipped upside down to where people are starting to question now.
1: Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. it's an interesting thing. Well, there were a few things that you brought up yesterday that I'm sure will come up today. <laughs> uh, you know, back in the day it was, Oh no, no big pharma bad. We need natural things. Well, all of those people are the ones now that are saying we need pharma and natural things don't work. And then you have all the people driving Teslas that are going oh, that's really bad that Elon Musk would buy Twitter. Yet they're supporting a very large corporation and a man who is also in support of very large corporations. It's just weird. Yeah. It's it's just, it's a bizarre time to live in when you see some farmers that are starting to become more liberal and you see more liberals that are becoming conservative and people don't actually know what they are. They just listen to the news but then the news is getting canceled and then elon musk is buying twitter so everyone's thinking that it's going to be the wild west when really the wild west was parlor and it's yeah. like who knows
0: yeah it's it's bizarre yeah well and like just the 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 uh, hypocrisy that's out there yeah like left you know the left for years has been up in arms that corporations that have to pay their fair share of taxes And then Ron DeSantis comes out and says that Disney's going to have to pay taxes now. And they're all up in arms about that. Yeah. Like, it's so bizarre. It's like, there's a guy that I listen to that's like, this is the best video game ever. Like, that's his, you know, he just, he goes through the, the news and he's like, you couldn't make this up. Like, we're living in a video game. Like, this is the best video game ever. Whoever's creating this reality is awesome like you
1: couldn't even just dream this stuff up and it kind of feels that way prove that we're not in a simulation sure now maybe that's how maybe that's how God does it you know he speaks and it exists well you write a code and it exists Uh, I wouldn't I'm not trying to put anything past I don't know how that all worked and I think it was all extremely complicated and everything but when the word spoke things happened yeah maybe we live in a simulation maybe that's how you can have multiverses going on all the time which are proven at this point all these things that are proved but then it's like how can you prove this on all these different levels but we still can't see well maybe because there's a bajillion of them and every action that we have is turned in another dimension I, I i don't know but it's possible maybe this maybe this seriously is just a simulation that we live in well i think it was Nellie maxwell
0: basically said that that the reality is the spiritual realm especially if you believe in god and uh, you know that we there was a pre-existence and that there's a heaven after we get done here like that's the reality and the physical world is a is a virtual reality that we're in to be tested and lived through and tried and all that stuff. You know, like, yeah, I think he actually spoke to that where our reality isn't even real.
1: Yeah. Just kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Well, so I've done very little in the psychedelic realm. Everything <laughs> I've ever done is, has been clinical, doctors noted, but um, I, I, ketamine will shoot you right to the top of the universe <laughs> and show you how it's uh, organized. <laughs> And it's interesting mm-hmm. because it is not organized like we would think that it is. It is, uh, it is time, and space and dimension and um, geometry. There's a lot of math, there's a lot of math that goes into how everything's created.
0: Well, and it's just laws. <clears throat> yep. Like we think of math as like of of rules. You know, there's rules to it and stuff and that's, there's laws governing everything. Like, we know that, you know, um, we don't know what they all are. Yeah. And we've talked about that a lot on here too, like the law of attraction or just how things work when you focus on them, you know, like how things expand. Like those are, I think laws. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know Natural exactly laws. how that works, but there's something there because it's been proven over and over and over again through individual experience. Myself and through people that other people that have experienced it, you know. Yep. So, anyway, it, it is interesting to think about. Which, yeah. if this, if that's all the if that's all true and it is a simulation and it is there are these laws that we don't really know, why not try to test them all? Oh, I and I, not in mean, an, I mean, and not that. in a ma- negative way, why not live? the absolute best life that you want to Now that's hard sometimes cause we don't know what we want, but at least go in that direction. Something seems interesting to you. Pursue it, go check it out, go yep. see what's there. Go look at that opportunity. Why not do that? If none of this stuff really matters that much anyway, cause it's all simulation as long as you're doing it in a moral legal, good way, yeah. you know, like yeah. what's the, um, there's a saying that you always say along that
1: moral legal and ethical.
0: Yeah. Um, but like, uh, pursuing a, a worthy ideal.
1: Oh yeah. Well, that'd be the definition of success. So the successive, um, the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So something that's worthy would fall into a worthy ideal yeah. would fall into that legal, moral, ethical, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Go try it all. Yep. Why not?
1: Well, an interest <laughs> interestingly, all, the, the moral and ethical side of things that stems from religion. You know, it, there are even talks that religions were founded solely because we were living in an anarch- an, Arctic, mm-hmm. not the Antarctic, but uh, <laughs> anarchy, anarchy, mm-hmm. and something needed to happen to where we, we had consequences for our actions and with sin and and forgiveness, there, is, you know, there are consequences. And so um, th- there's a really good book. Um, they might have talked about it a little bit in that Mike Dyson interview, but it's a book by John M. Allegro, and it's called uh, The Mushrooms and the Sacred Cross. Hmm. Fascinating book. I don't think that I'm on board with it completely, but in that book, he is an academic. He's very... There's nothing religious about this book at all, but he says that there was some anarchy and they found their way into drinking psychedelic substances and how in these psychedelic substances, they saw visions of higher powers that taught them how to do things that would make them more moral and ethical. Hmm. So that's how religion was created. Interestingly, and like I, I want to say, I don't believe that this is everything at all. Um, but interestingly, he, he goes on to say, you know, at this time with uh, Amemurita muscaria mushroom, it was here, and you can see that when it was taken by this person, then this part of the Bible was written, and then this came out. And it kind of chronologically goes through, and he goes... The all the visions that they had, they were mushroom trips, hmm. and you go okay. Well, does that destroy religion? I actually don't think that it destroys religion. I think that it adds to it. Um, I I think if we live in a scientific world, then there are probably scientific ways that we get spoken to um, by higher powers. But just very interesting because we we talk morals and ethics and what you know what's legal, moral, and ethical. where did all that come from well there's a lot of evidence that it came from mushrooms
0: (laughs) well it's interesting too along those lines i haven't even looked into that that kind of stuff very much at all um but i there was i i really enjoy listening to jordan peterson oh yeah Um, you know his books or podcasts or anything i just really think that he's um genuinely searching for truth you know and it's 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 uh um, anyway, but he has a podcast, probably lots of them, but this one that I listened to was, he was interviewing a top researcher on psil- psilocybin, um, so psychedelics and kind of just happened into it. It's not like he was a, you know, a into that stuff and really wanted to come up with a, a, uh reason for it or whatever you know he wasn't looking for for a positive reaction to it but in their studies and the experiences that people had with those um they there was people that had similar experiences without taking psychedelic substances yeah so through meditation or you know some of these other practices that can be done. And so he, you know, kind of through all of the research he's done, you know, there was positive, um, life changing things that became of those and changed a lot of those people's lives. But kind of to wrap it all up, he was saying, you know, I think we'll get to a point where we can understand this so much that we won't even need to take, substances to get into this kind of state you know which is interesting to think of too sure maybe there was psychedelics or whatever in the past that people have taken where they've gotten visions or whatever but it's interesting to note too that well a lot of those people could have got that same result without taking that kind of yeah. stuff. And maybe it doesn't, you know, if you're getting the same result, maybe it doesn't matter how you get there. I don't know. Oh, well, um, I think you you're know. onto
1: something because DMT itself dimethyltryptamine, is in your brain right now. Right. It's just, it has an inhibitor that's not allowing it through. So, you know, maybe what is uh, termed uh, a deep spiritual experience for someone where they're having visions, I, I believe that we live in a scientific world why is it not that that inhibitor is just taken away temporarily so that that vision can continue? Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't make that person crazy. It actually makes that person very in tune, being able to push out of the way uh, 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 an inhibitor so the DMT can do their thing. And... Uh,
0: yeah, why do we have... Why, why were we created or evolved to
1: have that
0: receptor anyway For if sure. not you know what i mean yeah. it's an interesting thought
1: yeah and why is dmt in almost every plant we just can't get to it unless we know how Hmm. so grass you can go chew on some grass like a cow you're gonna have to be full of dmt it's gonna do nothing to you because you don't have the the inhibitor uh the amirase inhibitor, something like that, that inhibits part of, so that you can have the experience of DMT. It's it's really interesting. It's also interesting that, take um, ayahuasca, for example, they take ayahuasca leaves and something else, and there's like 10,000 different plants down in the Amazon, and they take these two, and they boil them at a certain temperature, and then they they uh, kind of rough them up and then they boil them again and rough them up and do these specific things to them at specific temperatures for specific times. Then they put it together boil it a little bit more for a specific amount of time let it cool down and then you drink it. And you have insane hallucinogenic response to it. What's crazier to me than having an insane response Is that someone took the time to know which of tens of thousands of plants it was going to take to boil at a specific amount for a specific time with another tens of thousands and being able to put them together and boil them and let them cool and boil them and let them cool so that someone could have this. Like who?
0: How did that process come about? How? How? It's and a, how many poisonous things did they do along yes. the way and people died from yeah,
1: it? exactly. <laughs> or uh, even like Mike Tyson the other day is like, yeah, they use a white cobra venom. That's like, uh, it's better than, yeah. better than narcotics. Who came what up with that? What idiots like, hey, um, milk that snake <laughs> and then inject it in my arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. Totally like opiates. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Makes no I sense. I had a suspicion. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's interesting. It really is. It's, I don't know. It is, it is, uh, I don't know. It's an interesting thing to think about some of these things. And I think that, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see where it goes in the future because I think through COVID and all of this stuff, a lot of people see, like, it's weird to me that taking a medication from a pharmaceutical company can be deemed okay. Yeah. But some of these natural things are prohibited. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I feel like the mask has come off of that industry to the point that it's a money, it's a money creation machine. It's not necessarily uh you know, maybe we're going to get banned now on all uh, of this, but, I, I but it's do. just, but it's just interesting to see. I think a lot of people are questioning the, the, the therapeutic value of a lot of stuff that we've used. And obviously there is good benefits to a lot of it, but there's also been some things that have been covered up and everything else um, in the name of big business and and making a lot of money. And so it's, it's just interesting. I think, I think a lot of people are their mindset is mindset is shifting in that. And some of these things that were maybe taboo before are, coming a little like i think about cbd like i remember when just when cbd balm or oil or something came out like not even the kind that's got anything in it like what 10 years ago maybe is kind of when it started hitting mainstream yeah like that was a big deal Mm -hmm. like a lot of people were like "Get
1: me high yeah
0: like debates even like on tv and in you know local governments and on the news you'd see it and everything and and now it's just kind of like oh it's it's not a big deal you you know it's just it is what it is like everybody uses cbd now for the most part i mean there's probably some
1: that don't but and did you guys realize we could have been making houses out of this the whole time and we could have been saving the environment and our houses (laughs) would be fireproof and we could have been making rope and paper and all that but instead you guys wanted to push your logging industry and Oh, yeah. No one knew that? Okay.
0: Yeah. Sounds Like, like it's just... In, it's it's interesting to see kind of how society changes. And,
1: and I don't know. It'll you didn't know that hemp and way. marijuana are different? Just because they kind of look the same? Idiots. <laughs> like, well, but it I really think, bugs me.
0: But I think, too... Well, I think, too, though, that that's the thing is... Where do you get your information? Yep. And who are you listening to? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that stuff. I think a lot of people are going... I got to I got to look at different sources of information and figure it out for myself. Yeah. And I think that'll that's come out of the last 2 years big time. They couldn't do it before.
1: I mean literally before yeah. if the New York Times came out and said um, hemp marijuana found to uh, be dangerous to 60% of population what are you gonna do? Go grab some hemp and some marijuana and do some double-blind placebo studies on that? No, you're just gonna take it at face value and do whatever they say. Right. Oh, all these things happening, we need to have prohibition on alcohol. Okay. Well, there were some people that were asking, why do we need to have prohibition on on alcohol? And then they got to run their, you know, their their black ops stuff. hmm But for the most part, people just believed it. Well, it's so dangerous. We we need to prohibit it it's just weird yeah. but now that's not even a thing like i can hop on right now and pull up way more articles that are going to show the positive benefits of um, micro dosing mushrooms than the negative benefits of microdosing mushrooms in fact there may not even be a negative benefit to it mm-hmm. but for the last 50 years we've said heroin cocaine methamphetamine and mushrooms are all schedule one narcotics mm-hmm What does a mushroom have to do with it? A poor little mushroom. They're just trying to make the world a better place.
0: (laughs) Well, it's, it it is interesting to hear, you know, now that there is open conversation about it, there's a lot of people that have come out and said, talked about it. Like, uh, what was that? Dakota Meyer? Is that he was on Joe Rogan, but he also wrote a book. I remember reading, he wrote a book, uh, he did out again. Quite a quite a while you know, quite a few years ago. And I remember reading his book then and then. But yeah, I mean he talks about it, how he he did it once and it cured his depression and yeah. and suicidal thoughts and 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 that kind of stuff, you know. And he's not somebody that's out. Trying to get high all the time. Necessarily, yeah, you know, I mean, there's lots of examples, and there's even I feel like lots of doctors that are starting to oh, prescribe yeah. that and and different thing, different kinds of therapies. So yeah. it's just interesting to see how the narrative changes. Yeah, you know, I feel like you you know bringing this around to, to business, maybe even I feel like the narrative is changing there too. The societal norm of go get a job, go to college, all of those kind of things are. Yeah going away. Um, and people are wanting more of their own freedom to choose how they express themselves and what they pursue and the things that make them excited yep. about about work and about adding value to society. And I, I you know, I think that there's a lot of that stuff too that is coming into it where people see that there's some flawed aspects of, getting a job and having to conform to somebody else's time and somebody else's rules and having to look the way that that person wants you to look and do the things that that person wants you to do. It's, I don't know. It's, it's cool to see. I think that for as much garbage as we see, the attempt of overreach and over, um, I don't know I can't think of the word but more government control or or government you know yeah government control yeah that we are living into a, in a time that is probably more free if we choose to be than any other time in history you know we can choose what what we want to pursue as a career we can choose how we do that and how we express ourselves and and it's it's pretty pretty interesting
1: yeah it, do you think it's more now like a mental slavery you know like how far how, yeah. how far away are we from from that at all times yours is a little farther away than mine yeah but mine blinks and it goes I've got tomorrow however no appointments tonight <laughs> and like I could have waited it's weird you know, like what mental control. And, you know, if this pops up and says we're at war with Russia. Yeah. But back in the day, they didn't hear that for weeks. Hmm. I don't know. I just wonder what kind of mental slavery we're in right now. It is true. I mean, there's
0: an ad trying to sell us something all the time. You know, yeah. we, we aren't really necessarily free to have our own thoughts maybe but yeah. on the flip side of that we're free to if we want to pursue a business doing whatever then yeah. we can you know yeah. it, it is it is bizarre to to live in the time right now but
1: but there's lots of cool things yeah
0: i think so <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see kind of where we where we get to going forward
1: yeah yeah it's fun uh it there's literally Like you said, as far as freedom goes and and freedom to do and be anything you want, the sky's the limit right now. Uh, It used to be a limiting factor. Was I going to go to school on campus and what campus and where Mm -hmm. and how long and how expensive? And now it's you can do any campus anywhere because of online classes and there are courses that are being outsourced to other colleges. You can do anything, anywhere, for almost any price. Uh, there are grants. There are stimulus packages. Mm-hmm. There's internships. I mean, you can do anything. If that's what you want to pursue. Yeah. You know,
0: it's... it's. Uh... It's interesting, too, to see, like, it just seems like everything is being contradicted every time. Like we talked about, you know, people complaining about big corporations not paying taxes and then complaining when they do have to pay taxes. And, you know, like everything is a contradiction. Well, same with college. You know, they're going to tell you one way to run a business if you go to a business school they're going to tell you this is how you run a business yeah we'll go interview most of the self-made business people and they're going to say we didn't do it the way that i learned in college how to build a business you know almost i was looking at uh somebody's oh that lion is it lions not Lion's not sheep. Have you seen that, yeah. that that apparel brand? Yeah, I have one of their shirts. Um, is it Sean Whalen? Is that what that guy's name is? I don't know. But I was just looking at his like one of his things popped up or whatever, and uh, there again, while well, my mind was being controlled by Instagram, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but it popped up, and so I was just kind of looking through a few of his posts. I thought was interesting, and they one of them was like, "Hey, how do you how do I learn how to build a business plan?" Was yeah. one of the questions or something? His response was, "I don't know. I've never done one." That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and here he's a multi—you know—has a multi-million-dollar um, apparel brand that he's built from nothing. Yep. You know, and it seems like every time that I read about an entrepreneur, they—they they are not doing it the way that we are taught to do it in traditional education um you know so it's just it's interesting not that there's anything wrong with that if there's things nope. that people want to pursue when they're going but i think that same with the the medical stuff we we're talking about you need to know both sides of it you need to know okay college does have benefits this is what the benefits are but the, being an entrepreneur and doing some of these other things has benefits too and looking at both of them instead of it just always being you have to go to college to be successful you have to yeah. be you know like we we have been shielded from a lot of the truth a lot of the time just depending on what agenda yeah. they're, they're wanting to people are wanting to get across so yeah, anyway
1: well, and that's a <clears throat> that's a deep agenda that when you're talking schooling we are literally talking richest people in the world that wanted really good employees. Mm -hmm. That whole system was set up for that. And it, and, and that's not a conspiracy theory. It really was Mm -hmm. that system was set up by the Rockefeller foundation so that they could get better employees out of the business. Now you have little tiny things here and there, like, uh, Florida, they're passing a bill where you have to have a financial education class before you can graduate high school. Great. What I'd really like to see is when they're five and six, they're teaching them supply and demand, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even messing with their lunch a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Some you know, hey, Austrian economics yeah, in yes. there
0: instead of just total liberal.
1: Yep. Yep. So teach them, teach them the real things. Make them live it. You know, this this stuff of well, Lincoln asked me the other day. Is like, Dad, is it hard to pass high school? I was like, no. Mm -hmm. everybody passes high school Mm -hmm. well i'm just really worried because i've got tests and this and that but you might pass high school with a bad grade but when you hand that diploma to somebody they're not looking at the grade on it Mm -hmm. like you do your best and you learn as much as you can and when you want to learn extra you come to mom and i and we're going to help you find places where you want to learn extra but it's not hard to get that diploma. Mm-hmm. It's just a piece of paper. It's literally what it is. Back in the day, I would say that uh, associates and, and bachelor's degrees were more than that. I'd say, yeah, they were they were specialized and, you know, you got this education and that. COVID, if it's taught us anything in the past couple of years, that is just a piece of paper. Yeah. That you could have got that knowledge anywhere. And more. you probably got less mm-hmm. knowledge than than you ever would have there were pet teachers just passing people off of classes saying hey because of covid don't even worry about it everyone's getting an a Mm -hmm. but we're remote we can talk i can do all my work yeah but these new covid policies um it's Mm -hmm. nuts Mm -hmm. (sighs) yeah i have
0: a i have a bachelor's degree i've never once asked somebody to see it ever i could have put on my uh on my uh, resume or whatever, I've only, I've actually only, let's see, I've done like two jobs where they wanted a resume whatever. So I, you know, obviously had that on there. Nobody ever asked for it. I could have put, no, I'm not not saying to do this. Yeah. But it might as well have not have been on there. It meant nothing to these, you know, to these organizations that I, that I applied to. Nothing. Like there wasn't even a, They said there was a pay raise, but there actually wasn't a pay raise for me having that. Like it, it didn't matter one bit. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of granted if you want to be a doctor, obviously, you know, or some of these things, there's a system set up that you need to go down that path to do it. And great. Like if that's what you want to do, go for it. But if you're wanting to start your own drywall business or you want to be involved in construction or you want to be you know an artist or whatever well i don't know about an artist maybe going to college helps as an artist but honestly do your art post it on instagram yeah learn how to build your social media account like i see some incredible art stuff on instagram and none of it was was learned in college no you know, it's just people being creative and and uh, and making cool stuff like that's it, you know. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's just so interesting to see the two sides of the of the story, you know. And, and I feel like a lot of people are cluing into that and seeing seeing that and looking for their truth, you know, the truth for themselves. Yeah, my so. truth yeah.
1: My truth is different than your truth. So, anyway,
0: <clears throat> it is interesting.
1: Yeah. It is interesting stuff and it's all pertinent to life and where we're at right now and the you know, maybe how life is getting it it, it is just better. We're, we're both advocates of business, but maybe this goes even further and you know, you want to teach your kids good, solid principles and and um how to be moral and ethical and follow the law and just be good people it might be kind of hard in the school system right now. You know, our, our kids come home from school and say some pretty crazy stuff that they're hearing from kids at school. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not conducive to their learning. Mm-hmm. So Lincoln, he doesn't even want to be in school and he has such great arguments why he doesn't want to be. <laughs> Um, that I have to start arguing on the, on the other side, arguing for something that I don't even agree with, but he's like, well, uh, most of the time we're not learning. I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Well, they give us busy work, stuff that they know that we can do. Um, but it's just cause the teacher doesn't want to be working the whole time. And I was like, okay, well, I remember that. Um, I was like, well, why don't you just hurry and finish up your busy work and move on to other things? Well, that's what we do. But then they give us more busy work because we're too fast. Get done quick, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. Um, no, but I just want to be home with you guys because it seems like what you're doing is pretty successful, and I just want to do what you guys want to do. I'm like, well, but buddy, I had to go to school and I had to go through all that stuff. And yeah, but you sifted it out for me, Dad. You know what's good and what's not. Oh, like, dang it, kid. <laughs> he's he's right. Um yeah it's just uh it's, it's weird there's also the societal thing you pull your kids out of school automatically you're the bad parent yeah
0: it is weird yeah have you ever read any of like the unschooling books Mm-mm. there's uh there's an author i'm sure i've got it on here wrote about all of that like back to the rockefeller thing and uh like has a ton of books on that like pro homeschooling pro you know all of this stuff and it makes you wonder like is that just because of i'm gonna look up his name because he's like he's well known um i've listened to a couple of his stuff breezy's listened to quite a bit of it because she's um she's a teacher and she's even she's a teacher that's very pro homeschooling like yeah. she's kind of a so she kind of teaches at us at a a school that is basically a homeschool like it's basically she's helping the parents come up with curriculum and stuff yeah. for her kids you know so, um, but uh, anyway but she's she's studied it out a lot and it's interesting it's not what and I think it's just different than it used to be plus you add in all of the like sex stuff and all of the, the craziness yeah. that people are trying to institute as educational. and yeah. it's like, okay, like the the amount of value that was there to begin with was small. Yeah. It's getting even smaller,
1: yeah
0: you know, And I know a lot of people too think say like uh, say, well, I want the social aspect of it. My kids have plenty of, (laughs) the amount of freaking activities that we have them in. Yep. Most
1: kids I know have plenty of social opportunities. I can tell you, I do not remember one teacher ever until this would have been third grade. And she was going on a date that night going on a date hmm before that kindergarten first grade you know with Mrs so-and-so Mr this Mr that they didn't talk about their wives or their husbands or they just didn't talk about it they taught us stuff they taught us school yeah, yeah. um so I don't know why in third grade Mrs Miss Miss Trist was gonna go on a date but it wasn't like mistress you're gonna go on a date like are you gonna go with a girl or a boy (laughs) yeah no she was going on a date like it was kind of like whatever it was off the side Mm you know maybe when you start to get into sixth seventh eighth ninth grade and boys and girls are starting to say some stuff teachers could rein it in a little bit and be like hey we're gonna watch our mouths here we're gonna Mm -hmm. gonna talk Mm -hmm. nice and then I uh, need you guys to go talk to your parents about some stuff here because I've been hearing things that we don't need to be discussing in school. This is school. That's what needs to be happening here. But instead, it's like uh, kindergarten, um, uh, I need to be telling them about my sexual orientation. Right. No, right. you don't. Right. You need to be teaching them about blue and green and purple. Done.
0: The alphabet. The, the alphabet.
1: Uh, well... LGBTQRS is yeah. in it yeah and by the way i have no problem with right with gay people or lgbtqrs or trans or like what whatever mm-hmm. i have friends in the, they're all the realms mm-hmm. even white friends <laughs> <laughs> It's just <laughs> nuts to me just that like,
0: just like plain white plain like white it Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Man. I know. They're so boring. Lame. <laughs> but it's, it's just nuts that it's like, that's the world we live in. Um, like how white, pretty white (laughs) how dark (laughs) pretty dark it it doesn't make sense
0: it it is it's it's so bizarre so that guy's name was is john taylor Gatto. i don't even know if he's around anymore or not they probably often but uh yeah probably the rockefellers he means so but uh he has a whole bunch of that stuff where he talks about that like and he he was actually like an educator for you know a long 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 time like decades yeah. And he goes in and is kind of debunking all of that stuff. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just, which I think comes back to, you know, to, to bring this around to a cash calf message is educate yourself. Yeah. You know, we, we, we were wondering what kind of our baseline, some of our first podcasts were about. It's probably about education. Yeah, You know, educate yourself and not education in the college school whatever kind of stuff but educate yourself like get your mind to a point to where you question everything and you look into it and you make good choices and you reason correctly and all of those kind of things that can help you make be successful yeah and help your families to be successful yeah you know
1: i showed <clears throat> some uh uh a group of kids that were with their leaders yesterday um couple airplanes Mm -hmm. and we talked careers and uh something that i thought was really cool is they've taken away the degree requirement to be a passenger airline pilot because there's a big pilot shortage right now there's a shortage in all of aviation so manufacturing interesting
0: so the degree wasn't a necessity for them to learn how to fly an airplane
1: exactly yeah <laughs> they're like you need a bachelor's degree in order to be here when there was a plethora of pilots. yeah and then what's the first thing that happens when when uh, <laughs> they a need shortage. a pilot they're like uh we can take away that degree requirement. we actually don't care about. in that. fact we kind of have started caring about something called experience just a little bit more, you know, let's, uh, let's get these pilots with experience. Oh, you, you flew in Vietnam. Oh, you've flown for 90,000 hours and never crashed. Okay, cool. Let's do this. Oh, you don't have a bachelor's degree. Sorry. Sorry. You're, <laughs> never out. Mind. you're Yeah. Out. I mean, yeah. so that's cool. I was letting these, these kids know, like, Hey, education is important. Education is insanely important. But where you get that education from does not have to give you a degree. They don't need to give you a diploma. Uh, What you need is specialized education. And if you wanna be a pilot, there's a way that's set up to where you could go to a school and get a bachelor's degree in aviation. And it's gonna cost you $150,000 and it's gonna take you three years. And when you leave, you're gonna be a pilot with an instrument rating and a commercial rating and, and multi-engine. That's pretty cool. But you're going to be in a lot of student student loan debt. Or
0: you can... Because you have to take liberal... Yep. Whatever arts and basket weaving and all of the stuff that has nothing to do with being an air, an airline pilot. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Or you can do what my flight instructor did, which was become a private pilot, buy an airplane a cheap one, use that airplane to start teaching people how to fly. Now he started a business hmm. and while he's making money, he's building his time to where he can go to a big company and they can say, Hey, we want you because you've got a lot of time and he goes, okay, perfect. Now in my part time, still teaching people, still getting hours, but now he's flying multi-engine airplanes. Still doing it, still doing it, getting in his hours. Has no student loan debt, and then the big has t- actually gotten paid to get those hours. Getting paid to get the hours, mm-hmm. and then the big transport company goes, "Hey, we'd really like you to fly for us." No student loan debt. Owns an airplane. Gets paid to fly. Now he found his dream job. Those are the two routes that you can go, and that this is happening among many careers right mm-hmm. now. It's not just pilots. It's, you know, welders. For a little while, there was a push. Like, you got to have a welding degree or just become a really good welder.
0: Yeah. Go weld for some farmers for three or four or five years. Yeah. Like, like I guarantee you right now, if you, if somebody out there, you, you'd have to be a decent welder, obviously. Yes. But you said, you bought a truck and said, okay, I'm i going to weld you know, and you start putting the word out, I guarantee you, I mean, we live in an ag area, but like when I was farming, there was one guy that you could get to come and weld stuff for you. And he was like probably 75 years old then. Yeah. And he's, he's probably, so what would he be now? Probably in his eighties. I don't know. Maybe my numbers are off, not by much, but they might be off by a little bit, but he's, he's probably pushing 75 or 80 now I'll bet he's still doing it like just a hard working guy you know but he was the only person that would come and that we could call to come and weld something yeah you know like there's such a shortage of that okay so you buy a truck with a welder on it and whatever you go and you weld for you know for farmers or on small you know mobile jobs for five years how much experience do you have on that you know I mean tons as much work as you want and then you get to the end of that five years if you want to go do something else you go you know if you do want to step it up into something else then you have the experience to be able to do it you're exactly right i mean it's it's there's so many opportunities like that
1: yeah it's so cool because there's something that actually speaks to me because i love audiobooks and i love traveling a little bit and in a part of my life that will probably never happen that would be like the perfect job for me Mm-hmm. 4 or 5 hours a day. There's probably more in travel, but you're honing a skill every time you're working, you're listening to good audiobooks, you're seeing the pretty you get to talk to place different people Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's it's, it's, bu- that's business. That's that's cash calf business. Like Yep. That's what maybe people don't understand and and people people don't. Um you know, we'll, we'll talk with people and we're like, Hey, you know, we're small business consultants. We help people start businesses. And they're like, like, like what? Like Amazon? And you're like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> yeah. Amazon, Yeah. that's what you came up with? <laughs> like out of everything, let's start driving down the street here and you, you guys pick off what movies yeah, with your kids. Sometimes it's kind of fun. I'm like, Oh, um, Domino's, uh, five guys. I'm like, they're missing over freeman clothing which is Mm -hmm. just totally uh, they you know mom and pop clothing shop Mm -hmm. that does really well they're missing over rocky mountain chocolate factory which i think maybe that one is franchised but you miss over or the
0: the merrill landscaping that's keeping up the 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 flower beds in front of those or weed man lawn care that's taking care of the park or whatever it is. You know, there's so many things behind the scenes that are small business, everything. Yep. Everything. Our country runs because of small business. Yep. You know, really,
1: it it really is. And there's not enough people to run those right now. I mean, talk to anyone who has laborers; They're short. Mm hmm try To get a contractor to go do anything right now, Uh, I'm backed up. Why are you backed up? I don't have people to work for me. Mm -hmm. Why don't you do yourself? I am, (laughs) yeah. So I had to install a whole
0: bunch of eight inch irrigation line the other day because we couldn't get anybody to. Our guy, his guys weren't there that day, you know. And I don't think that it was that they just didn't show up, I think that they had other stuff going on. But his comment was the same thing, you know, this is our excavation guy, and he's like, I having a hard time finding people to show up. So, yeah. So I did, I did it, which was great. It was a good workout for the day, but yeah, you know, but, but I think, you know, all of those examples, the air, the, the airplane, the pilot example, the welder example, all of it, like the difference in those two modes of getting to those places is just a little bit of minds shifting your mindset and, and being creative and saying, okay, the mainstream idea is go to school, get a job, da, da 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 Okay, well, how can I do it differently and more efficiently yeah. and, and better? You know, how can I get paid while I'm doing this? How can I, you know, get more hours than those people are going to come up with or, or whatever? It's just changing our thinking a little bit. Yeah. And that goes into everything. That goes into our health. That goes into the way we're raising our families, the way we're making money, all of it. You know, we can... I think that's the cool thing about the time we live in is if we want to make a change, then we can, Yeah, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. And we can figure it out. (laughs) I
0: just said, I don't know. I do do know.
1: I do it all the time. (laughs) And you do know, um, the nice thing is the internet. You know, if we don't know, you can hop on the internet and you can get testimonial after testimonial of people who have done this and you can hop on the phone and call person after person after person People much smarter than I am that, hey, I have got this tax question. Hey, I thought about doing a mobile welding business. What do you think about this? We had one business. Uh, it was a it was a, a mobile gymnastics bus. Hmm, yeah. And <clears throat> I was all in on it, but my wife was a little skeptical, so she started to call around. And um, it was cool for her to talk to these people because they were like, you realize this is kind of the best kept secret in gymnastics right she's like "Well, what do you mean you have no overhead you're only going to places where they want you you can charge almost the same amount of money as if they're bringing kids to you Mm -hmm. you're getting kids in the middle of the day when they would be at daycare so you can still run a gym like just all these things and just because she made some phone calls Mm -hmm. and most people want to help so sometimes you might call someone who's like, oh, I'm a little worried about that competition. They're not going to talk to you. Usually, though, it's going to be someone wants to ask me questions. Yeah. Wow. I feel like such a celebrity right now. Right. And then you answer the questions or they answer the questions and you learn a lot. It's it's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah. 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 There, there is so much opportunity, you know, that. it's kind of it's kind of painful when you hear people that are like oh there's just not any opportunity right now and it's like there's never been a time in history where there is more opportunity to to live the way that we want the lifestyle that we want if you want to sleep all day long and find something to do so you can work at night you can do that yeah if you know like like We can live the lifestyle we want. We can look the way that we want, which, I mean, look at me. Like, obviously, you know, like, we can, we can, there is, (laughs) there is, there's no reason that we can't be successful in doing it the way that that we want to live life. It's cool.
1: One of my affirmations is I dress for success and I dress like this. Mm -hmm. For me, this is. Yeah, this is success. Um, did I tell you about the, the dinner that I had the other night with my sister when we were talking about opportunity? Mm-mm. So it, I did put it in that um, that little ebook oh. that we're going to release. Yeah. Um, and if she's listening, I'm sorry that I'm telling this story, but, <laughs> but we can all be better. <laughs> so um, they run a little business down there. And uh, I said, you know, how's things going? And they're like, oh, not very good right now. There's just not a lot of opportunity down here right now and kira and i like literally both looked at each other and looked back with like dumbfounded we we're like what <laughs> what do you mean there's not a lot of opportunity down here right now well there's just there's just not a lot of opportunity around
0: hmm.
1: no yeah no 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 you're not looking for the opportunity You're hanging around with the wrong people. Yeah. You aren't praying at night saying thank you for all the opportunity. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot. If you want
0: to send some more, I'm open to it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. For sure. Yep. Um, and, 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 Giving them the benefit of the doubt, they've both just changed some jobs and life's been a little bit crazy. And so, yeah, sometimes when life is crazy, opportunity is not going to pop out like it does when you're really looking for it. Yeah, man, you you look, you start looking for opportunity, it will find you. you know, how many dents are in cars? And you can order a little mobile dent taker her router from Amazon. Go charge people twenty bucks to pull dents out of their cars. Mm-hmm. There's people doing that now that are making hundred thousand dollars a year and working with insurance companies, and they just started by grabbing something on, yeah, on Amazon because they wanted to pull their own dent out. Then their roommate, hey, will you do that? Yeah, for twenty bucks, bro. Mm-hmm. You'll pay me,
0: really? Well, and I think something important you said there was hanging around with different people. Yeah, like. Because sometimes I think we do get blinded to opportunity, you know, but we go to dinner with, you know, a friend and it's like, oh, I'm just struggling right now finding an opportunity. Well, have you made a website and sold your product online? Oh, no, I haven't done that. Oh, do you have an Instagram page and you're reaching out to influencers to see if they would want your project? Oh, I I never even thought about that. You know, like sometimes just a different perspective on things. Like we kind of get stuck in a... Our own you know like a, a wagon rut or whatever and sometimes it so I mean like you said, hanging out with the right people yeah. you know that's huge too is is getting new perspectives because a lot of, sometimes it's hard to see maybe a, an opportunity or possibility when we're kind of stuck in it but somebody from the outside's like, oh like do this or do that yeah. or whatever you know.
1: I wish I knew the exact story, but this is a cool story. <clears throat> it's just fibbed because I don't, I don't know uh, the exact story, but there was this multi-millionaire rich guy back in the day. And um, they said, what would you do if you lost all your money and you had to start over? He said, I would go be a dishwasher and uh, at, at the restaurant with the most successful people. Okay. And I would earn enough money that I could buy a suit and a cigar and a plate of food. And I'd I'd be done working. I'd go to the front and I'd go in and I'd introduce myself to as many people as I could. And then when I ran out of my food, I'd go into the back and I'd do it over and over and over again. Hmm. That's how I'd start becoming successful again. That story right there is I'm going to work. I'm going to get the right clothes. And then I'm just going to go meet the right people. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about to him meeting the right people was the success and you could look at that and go so he's just using all those other people um no he was letting all those other people know what his skills are and then they're going to start working with their skills and skills within skills and then they're going to go add value to the world mm-hmm. networking so incredibly important we're the sum of the five people that we hang out with the most 100 percent true yeah um Alcoholics Anonymous Uh, I think one of their steps is get rid of your friends that drink Mm -hmm. well that's probably the best step if you stop hanging out with people that are pushing you to drink start hanging out with people that are pushing you to exercise it's a big deal there and if it works in something as practical as AA or works in something as practical as if you lost all your money and you're going to start a new job it works in every area of our life Yeah. You're lifting weights with someone and you want to get better. Are you better than the person you're lifting weights with? If you are, you're probably not getting better. You need to find a new person that's pushing you. Mm -hmm. If they're not pushing you, you're not growing.
0: Yep. Yeah, for sure.
1: Relationships, you know, have these conversations with your spouses. Not that I'm going to go find another person. (laughs) um, Have the relationship of, or the, 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 uh, conversation, I need pushed, Mm -hmm. please push me a little bit more. Can, you know, for the next month, can you expect a little bit more out of me? I need that.
0: Well, and I think that's the value of biting off. You know, I have, I have some friends that are like, man, and that look at business, say, you know, the business I'm involved in or the business you're involved in. And they're like, man, I just don't know how you guys can do that. Because of I think the risk probably is what scares a lot of people off. Yeah. Um, and just you know, even more so than the, the move the actual moving parts of it and everything, you know, just the the risk part of it. But um, you know, so I, I have some people that um are like, Man, I, I wish that I could do that, but I can't, you know, kind of kind of thing. And or they wanna do it and they just are over over uh, over analyzing it. Yeah. And I think we both kind of are the, of the mentality that you just got to
1: jump in. You just got to do it.
0: You just got to jump in and you, you, I, you know, there's like that saying out there that's, you, you bite off more than you can chew. And then you just start chewing like crazy, you know, yeah. to, to make yeah. up for it. And I, I think I feel that anything that I've been successful in, I've done that. I, you know, and I think you, you know, we've talked about that. I think you feel the same way and you just got to, jump in but the good thing about that jumping in and biting off more than you can chew is it does push you Mm -hmm. naturally because you're a little bit scared and you know there's some failure there that you don't want to you know the consequence could be a bad consequence and so you you know i i think that that's absolutely true push it and that's probably why entrepreneurs are always kind of looking for new opportunities and stuff like that is it pushes us to jump in and, and go for it. Yeah. You know, and then it's, it's motivating to do that. And it's fun.
1: It's fun. It's, uh, there's nothing better. It, getting in a comfort zone for more than like a year, mm-hmm. it sucks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And getting out of a comfort zone also sucks, but in such a better way because you're learning, you're growing, you're spreading yourself thin, you're figuring things out, you're becoming creative, you're, you're, you're becoming a creator, you know, you're taking that matter, unorganized, and you're you're organizing it. Yep. You're being, is it a demigod that's like a... I don't
0: know. When it, when you say demigod, isn't that on Moana?
1: I think, yeah. That, I, that I think dude he, is a demigod? I think he's a demigod. I don't know what that means. Um, hey, Jamie. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah.
0: <laughs> Instead of Alexa, we need yeah. Jamie on our phone. Yeah. Hey, Jamie.
1: What is... <laughs>
0: The the Moana songs going to pop pop up.
1: What is a demisexual? I won't look that one up. Being a being with a partial or lesser divine status such as a minor deity, the offspring of a god or a mortal, or a mortal raised to a divine rank. Some Roman emperors claimed descent from demigods such as Hercules. Hmm. Where was I even going with that?
0: I don't know. We're talking about creating stuff.
1: Oh yeah, we're like on the earth, so we're we're children of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On the earth, you can be like a demigod. Yeah,
0: we can. We're take, a lesser version, I guess. M- yeah, I'm a much yeah. a, much sure. lesser version for sure.
1: But you can actually take things that are unorganized and we can organize them. That is business, and it's cool. Like we just took something that was nothing and made it something mm-hmm. that's incredible. And all of a sudden now there's value exchange. We just created commerce. We just made what took maybe thousands and thousands of years to figure out. We already knew how to do it. So we organized some things. And then all of a sudden somebody gets tacos and I get money and then I can take that money and go buy toilet paper and a house. And
0: you each valued what you received more than what you gave. Yeah. You know, it, it's cool.
1: It's a, it's a yeah. great system. Yeah, it's really cool. So, um, I mean, takeaway from today, we talked about a lot, but...
0: Yeah, we kind of did. It was kind of freestyle. Yeah. It was fun, I, though. Yeah, I liked it. From psychedelics to freedom to business to school. Yeah. Lots of good stuff.
1: I, I think the key is that we can do anything. Really. And you don't have to get caught up on the, do I need to go do psychedelics or do I need to (laughs) go to school or do what do I need to do? There's no step of what you need to do right now. There really are no steps. You need to create if you're going to be an entrepreneur. If the entrepreneurial journey and the entrepreneurial revolution that we're in right now, uh, you want to go out and build something, build a cash cow, build a cash calf. You've just got to get out and start creating. So get out and create. I love it. That's it. That's it. Create. Okay. Nothing more.
0: That was fun. That was a a good episode. Just talked about a lot of stuff. So it was good. Yeah. Right on.
1: Sweet. We'll see you soon tomorrow.
0: Yeah.